0: farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, which I very much look forward to. And by uh, checking our numbers, uh, so too do many of you. Uh, so what's our next question, Layla?
1: This comes from Randy. Dr. Hoffman and Layla, I've read about the health benefits of sauna. I'm thinking about buying a home unit using infrared light. Are there any health concerns regarding infrared light? You, well, it, Now, what I've read about infrared light, it's pretty innocuous unless you spend too much time. You, what it is is
0: basically uh, heat. So, yes. uh, you know, just a little basic physics here. Uh, the electromagnetic spectrum uh, consists of visible light and invisible energy, uh, which you don't see. We can't see infrared. But if you put on, you know, those uh, night vision goggles that are- yes. Uh, so many of which we left behind in Afghanistan, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that was the billions edge. Millions of, of, of dollars. Yeah, we had a real uh, technological yeah. edge on uh, the Taliban, but yeah, not so much anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah, is that you can actually see it renders uh, heat visible. And that's what the infrared spectrum is. On the other end yeah. of the spectrum is uh, ultraviolet, you know, UVA and UVB, uh, which are the burning rays. Uh, You don't really uh, see them. I mean, you can have like those, uh, you know, those posters that we had, you know, during uh, the psychedelic uh, revolution, you know, when we were hippies. Right. You know, and ultraviolet light would make the uh, materials in the paint fluoresce, but it was invisible Mm -hmm. light. We couldn't see the light, (laughs) Uh, nor would you want to look at the light directly because ultraviolet, you know, would damage the retina. Um, Infrared... Is basically going to heat you, and you. I guess it is conceivable that you could get a heat burn, or you could become uh, dehydrated from you know too much exposure. But generally, right. you know, you you reach a certain pain threshold. You know, it's too hot, and then you you stop. So uh, it's kind of a without building a sauna. I mean, saunas are great, but they're very expensive. They take up a lot of space, and they take a lot of energy. Um, and so you can create kind of the circumstances of a sauna by uh, sitting next to one of these lamps and it'll make you sweat and you can detox. That was a form of detoxification if you've been exposed to chemicals or mold. And, uh, you know, it's a a good thing. And it's also, interestingly, it's a little bit of a, you know, being in heat is a little bit of a a workout. You know, it's actually good for your cardiovascular system.
1: Um, Yeah. And you're sweating. Your heart rate is increasing. Yep. But part of the increasing of the heart rate is also to some degree dehydration it's very very important to hydrate yeah you know before, during after sauna maybe not during but before and after mm-hmm. but because I, it's good to heat up right i think it's, a, it's i think it's a good thing you know yeah yeah more and more people are interested in sauna it's very interesting mm-hmm. a very healthy so, health but it's a lot of health benefits detox.
0: A lot of health benefits, a lot of the studies come out of uh, Finland, you know, where it's sort of the national pastime. Uh, But there's some distinct benefits in terms of blood pressure um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, cardiometabolic parameters that can improve Mm -hmm. with that. So (coughs) what I notice is that, uh, you know, sometimes if I really, uh, you know, felt under the weather and I didn't feel like working out, I would just go to the gym and I would sit in the sauna and I would keep on my... uh, uh, watch, which gave me my pulse, you know, like Apple watch gives you your pulse. And um, I would notice that just sitting there, you know, without any exertion, my pulse would go up to, you know, into the eighties or nineties. Uh, wow. And so it, there is a little, and so you have to be a little careful. I mean, if you're really in very poor cardiovascular shape, it is, a, it's a form of exertion. And it can yes. be dangerous. And a lot of medications, actually, if you're on certain medications, they kind of screw up your ability to sweat and regulate your body temperature. So uh, many blood pressure medications do that, beta blockers and certain psychiatric mm-hmm. medications especially. So you have to be mm-hmm. a little careful. Um, but, um, yeah. you know, as long as, you know, you're, you know you've are you gotten a okay from your doctor, I mean, most people don't need an okay from their doctor or something like that. But if you've got a, you know, serious cardiovascular condition or medical condition, um, maybe check with your doctor to see if it's advisable to, you know, heat your body to that extent.
1: Yeah. Randy, and, you know, if above all else, follow the instructions. <laughs> For how I, long to sit in your sauna. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm a guy. I never read the instructions. I always, whatever I get, <clears throat> new some new thing, I always like... Try to put it together or try to do it. And then when I'm completely lost, only when I'm really like on the edge of being completely defeated, do I turn to this. It's like men ask men don't ask for directions. <laughs> right. I've got that. I've got that gene. I've got that. Whatever in my Y chromosome. Uh, I've got that. Okay. Don't. Typical man. Okay. Don't follow instructions. <laughs> don't ask for directions. That's it. But anyway. Okay. Um, uh. You know, we could all we could all learn a little bit from our female—I uh, would say brethren, but they're not brethren—from
1: your sisters,
0: the female sorority. <laughs> shall we say
1: the female sorority? There you go. Right. <laughs> so, oh, okay, yeah.
0: So uh, let's pause now to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share a vital message with you. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1. Zobria. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to zobria.com. That's zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to intelligent medicine listeners. That's zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for offering support to our sponsors because they're what make Intelligent Medicine your free resource on the latest Intelligent Medicine. So, um, what's our next question, Lil?
1: Uh, we've got uh, a very uh, uh, concerned, uh, 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 concerned Susan who has who's sharing some of her thoughts with us. I'm a regular listener. And adore your podcast. I'm in my mid-70s, trim, and quite healthy. Fantastic, Susan. I also take just about anything you have advertised. Dr. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs>
0: well, it's likely if you do that, that smoke is going to start coming out of your ears.
1: <laughs> Susan says, I'm in a family with a lot of medical doctors, so dutifully I've had my two COVID shots. I decided that I will skip the third. I've never felt so old and that every joint aches on and off. It's hard to be sure what exactly is old age and what might have been mm. from the effects of the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. I do not feel the same and I feel much older suddenly. Anyway, I have a friend who's very much against the, the COVID vaccine, but not other vaccines, She has sent me banned videos by actual medical doctors discussing the possible side effects from the COVID vaccine, including outbreaks of shingles and recurrence of formerly formerly stable cancers. I am worried when any discussion is so actively suppressed, it brings back thoughts of 1984 and Newspeak. Remember the movie 1984, everyone? Susan says, am I justified in my concern I just listened to another one of your fans mention recurrence of a long under control asthma where they went from no use of an inhaler to having to use it twice a day. The cancel culture is frightening. And to find these quote undercover videos from what seemed to be qualified research and clinical medical doctors who are not allowed to express their views is scary. And if these shots were so great, it would not matter if some did not take them. Why the big fuss if we are immune? And Israel is thinking about a fourth shot.
0: Right. Mm.
1: Okay. So I pretty,
0: pretty much it runs the gamut of uh, of vaccine concerns, um, yeah. which I think need to to be expressed. Um, I mean, here's the thing. You know, there's there. It's a quote: public health emergency. And we want to eradicate the virus. Uh, yes. But I think it's important that, um, that, the, all, that there should be full disclosure about the upsides and downsides of the vaccine. And Absolutely. Because this vaccine is different. I mean, this vaccine, I think if this vaccine were offered for something else, like the flu, and it caused as many problems as it's causing... Uh, I don't think it would be would have been improved for a long time uh, Mm -hmm. because so it's a risk benefit equation. Since the risk is high with covid, we think, you know, we're uh, going to we're going to uh, offer the vaccine uh, in spite of the fact that uh, people are developing side effects. And by and large, most people don't. Uh, But there are a lot of people who have devastating side effects, including death. Uh, not a lot, but, you know, the number is in in the thousands. Now, okay, when, when tens and tens and millions and hundreds of millions of people taking the vaccine, I guess that may be an acceptable risk benefit ratio. Uh, but then there are the people who have these sort of subtle problems. And that's what kind of worries me is that, there's no, there's no proving or demonstrating that these problems are directly related to the vaccine. You know, just like, you know, when people develop all kinds of cockamamie diseases in the society, you know, we, what, what are we going to say? Is it due to environmental pollution? Is it due to, you know, food adulterants? Is it due to electromagnetic waves? Is it, you know, uh, is it 5G? Yes, yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera. You know, so. And yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, so. But it's going to be hard to sort out. Is it due to the fact that uh, by the time, uh, you know, a a child reaches the age of 18, uh, they've got, you know, 30 vaccines, uh, each of which has a good rationale? You know, makes sense. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, who knows? So I think we need to, in spite of the fact that it, it makes things more complicated and it may deter some people from getting the vaccine, uh, I think we need full disclosure, and I think it's 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 really it's not even so much about that information being censored about the vaccine. It's just information being censored. What the heck is going on? If yeah. indeed, yeah. if indeed they're concerned about each and every one of these videos, uh, there should be some kind of uh, scientific committee of of acknowledged scholars and and vaccinologists hopefully without a conflict of interest because most of the people who are in the vaccine field and who are virologists they've got skin in the game they develop yes. vaccines they were you know they're they're all in on vaccines it'd be they
1: stand to profit from it yeah it'd yes. be
0: it'd be nice if we had some impartial review board we could take a video of some we need some, an
1: independent third
0: party of virologists. Yeah. That like who could look at these, some of these videos, some of these things that say that, you know, uh, the vaccine makes you infertile, or that the vaccine, uh, you know, gives you cancer. It causes changes or the, in menstrual cycles. Or the, well, and you know, what's interesting about that is that the COVID, the, just the, the COVID has caused uh, interruptions in menstrual cycles just simply due to the stress because women are very susceptible yeah. to the effects of stress. So it's hard to Absolutely. separate out. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it probably can cause, you know, women are very delicate in terms of their rhythms and, you know, the vaccine can throw you off. Now, does that mean that you're going to be be rendered infertile or does that mean that you're going to be, you know, have a miscarriage or something like that? I I think all these issues uh, need to be aired. And I think it would be good for science and in the public interest to... um, have a colloquy about it, you know, because some of the claims I think are, are fairly outlandish. I mean, some people say yes. that you know all the people who've taken vaccines will be dead within five years. Well, uh, I guess on the, on the, on the margins, that is a, a, a claim that that might be true. There's an infinitesimal possibility, uh, but it's probably you know there's <laughs> probably not not really the case. Um, yeah, and so uh, I think. These concerns need to be addressed. So that's what I like to do. I mean, I see some, I look at some of those videos and I go, wow, that's interesting. And then I, I read some something else, usually by a well-established scientist who's not ranting and not standing there like uh, Tony Fauci and saying, if you oppose me, uh, you are opposing science. I mean, to say <laughs> that, you know, he is um, science personified uh, is a little much. Uh, yes. There, there's an article... Uh, in today's Wall Street Journal, which I first thing I read when I woke up this morning at like six o'clock in the morning, and it was just really a breath of fresh air. It's entitled Partisan Science in America. Uh, subtitled Scientists Corrode Public Trust When They Pretend to Have Authority on Social and Political Matters. Um, they say this is great. I mean, I recommend very highly that you read the article. Medieval yeah. thinkers pretending to infallibility often claim to have received a direct revelation from God. Since the 19th century, secular thinkers have invoked science. As Anthony Fauci said in June, quote, a lot of what you're seeing is attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Now, I, that is like the most outlandish statement because uh, it, it, science operates, according to this article, by a process of criticism. Scientists yeah. don't experience divine revelations. They propose hypotheses that they and others test. And, and by the way, in science, when you want to prove that a drug works or a vaccine works, you actually test what's called the null hypothesis. You start with skepticism.
1: Yes. So you, you're, you're, a good you're, scientist is going to take that hypothesis and spend the rest of their career trying to disprove it. Right. Exactly. And so from, so when yeah. you prove
0: something like a vaccine, you start with a null hypothesis, like this vaccine is no good, but, and you okay. want to disprove that. So you have to actually amass evidence that the null hypothesis is, I mean, that's the essence of science. Yes. And so, uh, y- you know,
1: and that's what a good scientist will do.
0: Right. So, uh, anyway, uh, they, they say in this article, to doubt a scientist is not to doubt science. Quite the contrary. Personal authority is precisely what science dispenses with as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci's assertion of authority creates skepticism about all his assertions. Legitimately Bravo, Wall
1: Street Journal. How refreshing. What a great way to start the day.
0: <laughs> legitimately, uh, it creates skepticism about all his assertions legitimately because the distinction between science and a particular scientist is essential. Um, to be sure, non-scientists often have to trust scientists to inform them what the science has discovered, but that is all the more reason that scientists bear the responsibility of not letting political or other non-scientific criteria affect their explication. Okay, good stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. thank you for your comment. I mean, uh, you read yes, the whole geez, thing, and, thank and that was good. You. I think a lot of people think that way, and you know, they even did take the vaccine. But let, let me just say that you know, we've experienced in our practice. Uh, some patients who have had worsening of their aches and pains since the vaccine. And I yes. wish I, I could predict who is going to get that because it's kind of a, you know, shot right. in the dark. Um, anyway, I could think of a couple of patients in particular who have had an exacerbation of their joint aches and pains after the vaccine. Mm-hmm. However, if you look at, you know, say the Olympics, for example, the vast majority of these uh, young Uh, healthy athletes who who went there got the vaccine and they 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 set world records they performed great so uh you know they weren't Mm -hmm. debilitated by it they seemed to have gone through it with flying colors and i talked to you know people who've gotten the vaccine and i say how are you doing and yes it was like nothing i felt like i got punched in the arm for a day and i took one day off and then i was back you know back to my full level of activity. So I went to work the next and, day. And you
1: know, that punch in the arm, that punch in the arm can happen with any vaccine. Yeah, exactly. You know, I felt that when I had to get re-vaccinated re, uh, for when I went back to college to become a nutritionist, mm-hmm. I had to get all of those vaccines. It was a punch in the arm, exactly. You yeah.
0: know. Which is, I mean, that should be the 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 end-all and be-all of all vaccines, but I can't think of a single vaccine uh, that's ever been introduced that doesn't have any uh, side effects for True. at least a minority of individuals. I mean, with the the flu vaccine, rarely people can get uh, Guillain-Barré syndrome, which is a paralytic condition. They can get, um, you know, exacerbations of, uh, of shingles. You know, it 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 does something to your immune system, and yeah, uh,
1: it irritates it. It does. It does. As it's supposed to do. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of the double-edged sword, isn't it?
0: Right. And it, it is a little unnatural, but <clears throat> hey, yeah. um, COVID kind of sucks. And, uh, you know, if you say that the vaccine is going to cause all these side effects like myocarditis and so on and so on, there's a fairly high percentage of people who had COVID who have residual heart problems, much higher than yes. with the vaccine. alone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, um, I think we need to air this and not suppress it. I mean, I... I, what I deplore, and I'm going a little long on this, is there uh, PSAs, public service advertisements, on uh, on the uh, here in New York, because and I guess it's an outreach to the minority population who have been recalcitrant about taking the vaccine. So they have this uh, guy from the West Indies, and he's got a, a heavy. I guess, you know, I don't know where he's from, Jamaican accent or something. I've
1: seen that ad. And he goes, Mm -hmm. man, you know, this vaccine, this ain't
0: nothing. It's like great. I have no side effects. It's terrific. Everybody should take the vaccine. It was like, I felt great. No problems. What are you hesitating about, man? You got to take this vaccine. And, you know, that's such a misrepresentation. And on the very same program, there might be a commercial about a drug, a new drug. That is required by the FDA to list about 20 seconds worth of side effects may cause, you know, may cause, uh, you know. uh, May
1: cause lymphoma.
0: Yeah, right. You know, and
1: that's suicidal ideation.
0: And that's full disclosure. (laughs) But then how can you say that (laughs) the the vaccines? there's no, that some guy in the street says the vaccine, I mean, he could say that for him personally, the vaccine was a breeze, but he can't be the the representative to say that the vaccine was absolutely fine for everyone yes. I mm-hmm. mean it it, ir, it irks me it's a real double standard you know
1: it is
0: so I don't know I hope we emerge from this you know wiser saner uh, less uh, partisan and less less partisan
1: and more critical thinker yes yeah I, you know and just something that's missing. Yeah, and, and and more more open and lively, and respectful debate. And let's and let's polarize everyone about it. Let's, from every side. And let's polarize because every,
0: the, the, yeah. I mean t- the people who refuse vaccination <laughs> are, are like they're like lepers.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, let's take another question.
1: Yeah, we've got actually we've got two questions about the same thing here. And it's regarding DHA and VaSIPA. So Valerie writes, I've been taking Bio and I've been using it for some time, and I because I've heard that DHA is good for the brain, so I thought it's good to use. That is until a friend of mine told me that the reason for using prescription VaSIPA is because it contains no DHA, which supposedly raises cholesterol. So should those concerned about high cholesterol avoid the extra higher dose of, of uh, DHA? And Nate writes, my cardiologist wants me to take the because it contains EPA and not DHA. I asked him if I should also take DHA for brain health. He said that he does not want me to take DHA. I have a calcium score of Good. zero, but I have some plaque in my carotids. Oh, oh. He says that DHA will have an adverse impact. Okay. On my carotid arteries by diminishing the good effects of the What's
0: the? Oh, you know this is like. Oh, what a can of worms. This is this is just the worst worst uh, representation of the true science about uh, omega three fatty acids, and it, it comes yeah, from. Here's
1: yet another example of it. It yep.
0: comes from the manufacturers of uh, the SEPA, uh who uh, and who. I don't know whether they did this study or underwrote the study or just drafted onto a study that shows that that concludes that EPA is is the good part of the omega threes. And DHA is the bad part of the uh, of the of the omega threes for your heart. And yeah. uh, that's that's pretty self-serving because they make uh, a synthetic uh, EPA product highly concentrated that has no DHA. So, uh, even if DHA in some way, uh, gets in the way of EPA, which I really doubt in the heart, and this is based on limited studies, uh, mm-hmm. it is so beneficial for other things. It's especially high in the brain and in the eyes. And there, there's are so many studies that uh, highlight the benefits of DHA, uh, at both ends of the aging spectrum, you know, for, uh, infants, premature infants, um, it impre- improves, uh, uh, brain development in children, but it also at the other, uh, age extreme, it may help, uh, with, uh, staving off, uh, Alzheimer's, uh, and brain problems. But it's not to say that EPA is not beneficial because EPA is very anti-inflammatory. Yes. But DHA may have some unique properties of its own. Now, an interesting thing about vasepa is that vasepa showed enormous benefits in terms of protecting the heart. But that study has been criticized because, uh, do you know what the placebo was? It was that people were given vasepa, which is the concentrated EPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were given a placebo. Do you know what the placebo was? No. Mineral oil. Oh. So if you give someone... Yeah. Uh, six pills of EPA versus six pills of mineral oil, uh, you were likely to exaggerate the benefits of the uh, fish oil because you've actually given uh, the people who got a placebo uh, a negative treatment, a treatment which mm-hmm. actually uh, pulls out uh, fat-soluble nutrients from the body and prevents their absorption. So... Uh, you know that's why we tell people not to consume mineral oil because mineral oil makes you yes. go to the bathroom. It's a lubricant, but it's a petroleum I, I remember, product. You know,
1: our, our grandmothers would take mineral oil for constipation, right? right. But
0: right. It, it also interferes with the absorption of all the fat-soluble vitamins. Uh, you know, A, D, E, K, and probably interferes with the absorption of dietary omega threes. So it's going to have a deleterious effect. So the benefit. Uh, in the VASIPA study, that's really the landmark study that launched VASIPA may have been exaggerated. Now I'm not saying VASIPA is not, look, if you, if you are, uh, limited in terms of your monetary resources and your doctor wants to give you VASIPA and there's like a really cheap copay, it's a great way to get your fish oil, but, um, you're not getting the, the DHA that I think is, is beneficial and, um, you know, also bear in mind that somebody, you know, somebody pays, you know, it's like the new infrastructure bill. It's going to cost nothing. <laughs> and, and like when medication costs nothing, who's paying, who's paying, we especially are. if you're, you know, an older patient on Medicare, uh, that medication's pretty darn expensive. It's about five times as expensive as over the counter fish oil, but True. you may pay a small fraction of that. So you're not really seeing the, the expense, but you're paying because we all pay taxes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or at least the vast majority of us do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, wow, Nate and Valerie, thank but, you for the very thoughtful questions. But this is this is button.
0: this is her doctor, right? The doctor is speaking, right? And yes. Doctor, so the doctor has been. I I just. Hate how uncritical doctors are because evidently the detail man for Vasipa just stopped by, uh, chatted with the doctor, you know, maybe gave him some pens and some free samples of Vasipa and a bunch of literature, which gives him the party line where he now tells his patients, don't take DHA because it's like poison. That, that's mm-hmm. how that works. And, yeah. uh, you know, most doctors, they, they don't have the interest or they don't have the time to really look at these issues. Uh, And they're very susceptible to uh, the influence of pharmaceutical companies. Yeah.
1: I mean, so many get their CME, their continuing education from pharmaceutical-backed studies.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Precisely how that works. I mean, you go to these conferences and it's, you know, this this lecture on cholesterol and so on. And by the way, here's another guy who, I don't know why he's really, I mean, he, he has zero plaque he has no risk i mean is he really going to achieve that much of a benefit heart benefit and oh by the way if they say that dha raises cholesterol well okay what if dha raises cholesterol because it's a fat when taking fats sometimes does raise the beneficial uh fluffy DHDL. LDL yeah the yeah. ldl but, and, but this and
1: cardiologist day, yeah but this cardiologist told Nate that dha will have an adverse impact
0: yeah, yeah, right. on the
1: carotid arteries go By diminishing
0: good effects of, yeah.
1: Go, look, because uh, he has some carotid plaque.
0: Go, go study, um, you know, your omega three physiology, you know, and the pharmacology of administering those things and come, you know, after spend a few months, on come back and, and tell me what you found. Right. Yeah. Disappointed. I'm disappointed in many many of my colleagues for that reason. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, we have to wrap it up. So it's been good. Great questions. We still have a couple of questions in the mailbag. I'm anxious to answer those questions next week. Keep those questions coming. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for questions. Always a pleasure, Layla. Nice talking to you. See you in the office.
1: Cool. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, Dr. Hoffman. And everybody, thank you for listening.
0: I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.
1: This is Layla Mutin, R.D. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212 212- Seven seven nine one seven four four. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.